Well, hello, everybody. It's another week of your life. Welcome to it. My name's Robin. You're listening to me reading stuff either on iTunes or Podomatic. And I appreciate it. First thing, you know what I would appreciate, too, if someone would bring me a goddamn bagel or something? I went to sleep last night looking at a Cooking Light magazine. That's my favorite magazine of all time. And on it, they had, excuse me, they had a lot of images, I guess because the Olympics are coming up, they had bagels kind of situated on a tray like the Olympic rings, and on each bagel, it was a different color theme. And there was one that just had a bunch of cucumbers on it, and... You know, I love pickles, I love cucumbers. I, I went to sleep thinking about bagels with cream cheese and cucumbers on it, and I it has not exited my brain since then. Um, so if someone could just bring me over some bagels, I've got the cucumber, not a problem. Ooh, I wonder if it would be good to put sliced pickles on top of the bagel instead of cucumbers. I don't know. Well, why not? It's almost like a sandwich. And... Um, And then I was thinking of putting sprouts on top of all of that because I've been growing my own alfalfa sprouts in this, um, it's sort of hydroponically, I guess you would call it. It, It's a cool four-tiered plastic growing situation that I bought on Williams-Sonoma many years ago. Oh, you know how, I remember the whole situation. I won a contest through um, Blue Apron, those that meal thing that you can order boxes of food to make meals. And they were doing a contest like, I don't know, show your photos of the food you did, but I included my dog and my kitten at the time. And um, both of those animals are dead now, so it kind of makes me sad to think about it. But anyway, some of you, if you've been with me on Instagram for all these years, you you saw the whole thing take place. Uh, that was fun. Anyway, back to us and me reading stuff. Sorry, that, that was, I'm derailed because I'm so hungry. And I didn't do, my goal is to get up. This may sound basic, but for someone who works in their own home, you don't always really need to take a shower right away because you kind of, I, I don't know, I like to get things started and then wander in and take a shower and then wander back out and just keep working. Well, I say I like that. I don't like it. That's just what I do, but I am over it. So first thing, no matter what, I get up, I take a shower, get it over with. Uh, I like to be clean, so I don't know why I didn't do that all along. This has been something that's bothered me about myself for years. But I think I'm going strong for about five days now. I I didn't, you know, the, the problem with me is I want coffee immediately. Like I need to put coffee in my mouth within seconds of waking up. But now I'm using that as a motivation. So I want it so badly that I have to do something that I don't love, which is taking a shower. And I, the only reason I don't like taking a shower is I can't multitask. I can't do anything while I'm in there. The one thing I do do while I'm in there is floss. Double down, double duty. You're taking a shower, you're in there. Go ahead and floss while you're in there. Um, I don't know. I like that. Uh, uh, anyway, God. So I don't know what I was getting at. I'm also doing these meditations. There's this great eight-week meditation, mindfulness meditation that I did several years ago that really helped me kind of get my head straight. And it's weird. It does make my, it makes me act better throughout the day. It makes me do things I want to do non-habitually. 
So instead of kind of doing the same old rigmarole um, and bothering myself with just kind of doing instinctual things, I actually, there's something, I have more headspace to kind of correct behavior. So it, it slows my mind down enough to do these mindfulness meditations that things just sort of fall into place in a much more kind of ease of being way, which how can anyone not want that? In case you're interested in reading this book, it also comes with the audio. Uh, they're guided meditations for every day for eight weeks, but it is called Mindfulness, an eight-week plan for finding peace in a frantic world. This is by Mark Williams and Danny Penman. I really can't recommend it enough, and I just like to throw this in there. This is coming from a person who was real content being a maniac and real content with her anxiety and depression and everything. So when I first did this, it was a, a bit of a challenge because I wasn't even sure I wanted to feel better. But um, it really had lasting effect on me, but I, I needed to kind of jumpstart it, which is why I'm doing it again. But anyway, I'll put a link so you can find the book if you're interested in it. I cannot recommend it enough. Moving on. I feel weird about what I'm going to read for quite a few reasons. This weekend, I was watching the old episodes of To Catch a Predator about online sickos trying to get young kids uh, to meet with them and have sex with them. And uh, that's such a great show, by the way. Uh, to Catch a Predator, is it on NBC? Something like that. Yeah, I just checked. It's Chris Hansen is the host, and he's always hiding in the background, surprising these disgusting human beings. And it's, it's great because it's true justice. They're not only highlighted on Dateline NBC, but they are then arrested promptly after they think they're getting away with just being on TV. And then here comes like a SWAT team to take them down in the garage. Well, anyway, oh, this is a weird transition. So, you know, <laughs> well, I'm going to read the intro uh, of Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. And I'll just leave it as at that. You know, Lolita is still one of my favorite books, but I have to say as I get older, I have more and more complex feelings about whether or not I should even like it. You know, but the main character is a criminal, and I don't think Nabokov ever hides away from that fact. So when it's called an erotic novel, I think that's the prob problem, probably... <laughs> Anyway, it's the most beautiful prose ever written in a lot of ways, in my opinion. And the first section, part one, these first few chapters, I mean, paragraphs. See, I'm nervous. I'm nervous reading it because I remember as I, you know, I always loved this book. I've, I've read it about nine times, I would say. Uh, that might be exaggerating a bit. I just lied to you. I, I would say five times in all seriousness. Hey, Frankie, my, my cat is eating my bookmark. Anyway, you know what? It's gorgeously written. There's no question about it. Say what you will about the character of Humbert Humbert. My reading this doesn't mean I support his behaviors and his attitudes. What I'm doing is reading what I think is the greatest introduction to a novel I have ever read. So here we go. I've always wanted to read it to you guys. Part one. Lolita. Light of my life, fire of my loins, my sin, my soul, 
Lolita, the tip of the tongue taking a trip of three steps down the palate to tap at three on the teeth. Lolita. She was low, plain low in the morning, standing four foot ten in one sock. She was Lola in slacks. She was Dolly at school. She was Dolores on the dotted line. But in my arms, she was always Lolita. Did she have a precursor? She did. Indeed, she did. In point of fact, there might have been no Lolita at all had I not loved one summer a certain initial girl child in a princedom by the sea. Oh, when, about as many years before Lolita was born as my age was that summer, you can always count on a murderer for a fancy prose style. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, exhibit number one is what the seraphs, the misinformed, simple, noble-winged seraphs envied. Look at this tangle of thorns. Well, well, I will put a link in the description of this podcast, as always, so you can see where you can purchase this book. I thank you guys for allowing me to read something that made me uncomfortable to read. I mean, Lolita is one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, I don't... I don't know what else to say. I, I, I think you guys get the picture of why I'm slightly uncomfortable with reading it to you. I hope you guys are having a good start to your week. Happy Monday. Happy life. Happy wife. Happy life. How annoying is that phrase? That phrase makes me want to throw shit. Happy wife. Happy life. Fuck you. All right, you guys. I love you all. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I promise one day I'll get back to it. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being kind. Be good to yourselves. Be good to others. I'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Goodbye.